a movie that begs the question, vaguely butt or butt double? Jamie? Uh-huh. Pat? Yeah. Let's go watch She-Devil. Everybody, welcome to another episode of Good Times Great Movies, your go-to podcast for 80s movies. You're coming I, here. <laughs> you, where yeah. else would you go, really? <laughs> I assume there's no other 80s movies podcast that exists, so this is the only place to go. So I am one of your two hosts. My name is Doug McCambridge, and with me from Nashville, Tennessee, Jamie Lorello. Hi, y'all. Jamie, how are you? I'm well. You and I... You and I did some odd research while we were waiting for our guests to get online. And our research is you tried to convince me that in this movie we see Ed Bagley Jr.'s bare we ass. Do. And I did not believe you. So to solve this dispute, we are joined by uh, our first repeat guest, Pat Hartz. Yes, thank you. I'm giving you Thanks a round. For coming. Yeah. Now, truth be told, we've only had a total of two guests so far, but you are our first repeat guest, mm-hmm. yes. and it was important for you to come on here, uh, because for our Easter movie, we chose She-Devil, Woo-hoo! and I know it's something that you were very excited to talk about. Yes. She-Devil is a cult classic, and tons of gay men love it. <laughs> okay. Even All though right. it was a flop when it first came out, of course. <laughs> So I'm the only one who has never seen this movie before I watched it. And I was so amazed I had never seen this. I'm like, how did I not just stumble upon this on HBO in the afternoon when I was 11? Like, it it seems like something I definitely should have seen You weren't an unhappy unhappy housewife, and you weren't a gay man, and you weren't... um... Just a ch- I mean, I loved it because you... But I could have been those things. You could. That's what I'm saying. This movie could have made me those things. True. Would have shaped your future, really. She devils a, a, a future shaper, if you will. Yeah, and Paul, it's to me, it's one of those movies that, like, you're at the video store. Remember when you would go to the video store with your parents? Oh, yes. And you're looking yeah. around, you're like, eh, that looks, eh, whatever. Like, this is one of those movies that you're like, eh, whatever. And then you watch it, and it's, like, can't be fun. <laughs> So much fun. Yes. And lots of cameos in it, too. True, true. Oh, yeah. Which we'll get to, of course, right? Absolute. And, Jamie, I don't know if you noticed this, but I think this is our first repeat director on this podcast. I didn't. Did you know who the director is and what she's directed before? No, aren't I awful? No. A movie that I loved and a movie you rewatched and really hated because you were not into (laughs) Desperately Seeking Susan the way I was. Such a great film, right? Ah, yes, (laughs) yes. yes. This was her follow-up, right? I think that this is a follow-up, but this was a big deal because she had Meryl Streep in it, but that's because they had the same agent. Can can we just say, before we get started and before we start to talk about our feelings on this movie, Uh which we will do at the end anyway, Mm -hmm. can we just say that Meryl Streep is amazing? Brilliant. And it doesn't matter what she does. She is amazing. I mean, and and like... She's incredible. Yeah. And and this is like such a weird 
time in her career because after this, I looked and it was Postcards from the Edge was after this, but yeah. then was Defending Your Life and then Death Becomes Her. So it was like this weird comedy, like an Academy Award winning actress in her 40s, like, eh, I don't know. Other like four back to back comedic roles. Well, she had been criticized because she had never done comedy before. So then She Devil was her first comedy, but I think that. She Devil was excellent, and then the follow up yeah. to it, like when she, I, I think Death Becomes Her is the biggest follow up to it because yeah. that movie oh, is yeah. just amaze balls. Love that movie. Yes, yes. When you do a yes. '90s podcast, we have to do that one. Yes. <laughs> yeah, no, I totally yeah, agree. I, I totally agree. I mean, I really love Defending Your Life, but it's more of an Albert Brooks vehicle Definitely. than it is like she's there, but she doesn't get much yeah. funny stuff mm-hmm. to do in that movie. All right, so here we go, guys. Are we ready? Let's take the adventure. (laughs) Let's go for it. Yes. Just a bunch of ladies getting their makeup on at the beauty counter. We're at the mall because Ruth, our main character, Roseanne, is getting ready for a big night out with her fancy night out, if you will, with her husband. Um, So, And we know it's the late 80s because more than one scene in this movie takes place at the mall. Yes. (laughs) True, true. And this is when we are first introduced to Roseanne and her mole. Um, her epic mole. <laughs> it is such now, a. I know I'm jumping ahead, and Jamie again. I probably just looked away for a second when Ed Bagley Jr. dropped the towel, uh-huh. but I feel like I must have also looked away because suddenly that mole was gone. Was there? How did you? Wait did a she? There's a lot of focus on that mole in the whole movie until she does remove it. How did you not? What? How, how when did she? Oh that? my god! I feel like I didn't do my job with this movie. I feel like I maybe I was half paying the attention. I don't is know what like happened. Right hand man for like a good half two the thirds movie. of the movie. Yeah, or I understand that she had a mole, <laughs> but I felt like suddenly I looked and I was like, "What the hell?" Well, then she has the a band aid like, on the mole because she's obviously doing some recovery work after the mole All removal. Right. But there's no um, plot line okay. that tells us, "Hey, she's getting rid of that mole." No, no. Well, it's well, you know, she's making herself better. She's moving on up like a Jefferson. So that's when the mole kind of leaves us. But in the beginning, <laughs> the mole is there in full effect, and she is kind of a mopey. Even when she gets her hair done, it's like they permit out to make it look worse than it did beforehand. So she, <laughs> she's getting all ready to kind of um, have this fancy night out. I like the scene where she squeezes herself into the gold dress. That's our main character that we're meeting. Ruth is her name, correct? Ruth I know she changes Patrick, it later on. Yeah. Every performance is heightened yes. insanely. Like, to like Mommy Dearest level. level. It's so fun and it's very like empowering uh, for as a woman. I love it. I love it. Oh, um, sure. When we meet Miss Mary Fisher, who is delightfully, as we've said many times before, played by Miss Meryl Streep, um, she is like you said, she's just that lavish Long Island princess. Um, um, She's got her, she's a romance novelist, correct? That's what Mm -hmm. she does. And um, she, of course, her books are being read by housewives like Ruth. Ruth, P.S., is married to um, Ed Bigley Jr., who was, strikes me as kind of a weird, because later on he's like, he's quite the womanizer, like quite the man. (laughs) And I don't see him at all, like. They are a bizarre couple yeah. because later on I was like, wow, Meryl Streep and Ed Bagley Jr. make a really good couple. Like they look really great together. Uh, he and Roseanne, well, we find out why later on. 
We found oh yeah, we get to choose. Yeah, because she, <laughs> she got knocked up. That's right. It's a great right. scene we in the movie with his parents. Yeah, yeah, and he was just coming off of St. Elsewhere fame, so it was either him or oh yeah, Howie ah. Mandel that was going to get and there. I, oh my gosh! <laughs> oh, I think Ed did it well. I I would love to see a Howie Mandel. That could almost be like a a Rhea Perlman, Danny DeVito. <laughs> yes, if those two were together, that would work oh, out. Oh, that would have been awesome. Good call. Good One now he is so she's a housewife. We have a romance novelist, and he's an accountant, right? He's a manca- he's an accountant in Manhattan, and that's why I love Susan Seidelman's movies because she does a lot of nods to Manhattan, and they live on Long Island. I'm guessing. Ah, uh, right, right. On the way to yes, Mary, Mary Fisher's suburbian. house. Yes, seventy five miles to Mary Fisher's house. Yes. I think. That's right. <laughs> so we go to this. This party, this event, and this, I love when um, when we see Ruth at the party for the first time, and she's dressed as nice as Ruth can dress, but like I said, I feel like her hair looks worse than it did before she got it styled, and she's always, it's sort of the theme of her wardrobe is very flowery clothing that she wears. Yeah, it looks like, her dress looks like a tablecloth my grandmother would put outside. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like a summer day. Oh, it's so like French provincial, just like their house. But anyway, yes, yeah. Oh, the yep. wallpaper and everything in their house is ridiculous. Yeah. So the chevron wallpaper was amazing. <laughs> like, it's like how could people live in that and not go insane every morning when you woke it up? It looked like an. Well, they were a little insane. They were a little insane. That family was insane. Did you not see the boy when they took him to the market, to the grocery store, and he's stabbing all the, <laughs> the gallons in the milk of milk? Cartons, yeah. yeah, like, for what reason? <laughs> I hate those kids so <laughs> much. Those kids were horrible, right? They didn't yeah. even have any kind of backstory. Like, I, no. I saw no. them as the kids from uh, Polyester, the John Waters film. I saw a lot of uh-huh. similarities with that. But anyway. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, this movie, Pat, you're right. This movie would have made so much more sense as a John Waters true, film because every now and then stuff was thrown in, and I went, "Whoa, wait, that does not belong in this movie." Like when the when the um, butler is sexy dancing with what a twelve year old girl. Like eleven. I was just like, She's about this 11, seems yeah. highly inappropriate. That was, and we'll get to that scene then because I've got some comments on that. Okay, oh, all right. I love it. Yes. I love it. All right, so let's move it along. So we're yeah, at sorry, the party. we're jumping. We're jumping. We're all at this here. event, okay. which is a party, and I, I do love at I the mean, Guggenheim, personally. by the way. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. Someone's paying extra attention at the Guggenheim. <laughs> um. Now, she feels very out of place, and I can kind of relate to that. She does do a nice job of making, like, when you're at a party that you just don't fit in, you feel like the girl with the ugly flower dress and the giant mole. You just feel that way. <laughs> the and epic there mole. she is. This, yes, this, exactly. This, this happened. And this there's. Has happened to you a lot, I mean, Jamie. I'm Should not going to lie. <laughs> Do we need to talk about this for a while? I, you know, Do we need to just, just take a just watching break? just watching the movie helped me kind of flesh out my feelings about how I about social okay. events. But that's okay. Right. Thank okay. you. Thank you for indulging me. But um <laughs> I love it. So now she's feeling inadequate and for some reason she steps backwards and wipes her foot on Mary Fisher's dress. It's a weird scene how she doesn't just casually bump into her. She's like wiping her foot on the back of her dress, oh, right? Really? So that's how she Yes. It's like a weird Yeah. It's almost like they said, don't just step on her dress because audiences aren't going to get it. Like, step on her dress and just rub your foot, just smear it down. Then everyone will know you stepped on her dress. Like, it was really strange. I did pick up on that. I thought she yes. spilled her wine. 
She does then, but for she starts out by that's like, when Mary stretching. tries to walk away, but she's caught on her dress. Oh, and that's like, when I noticed yeah. that. She's like stretching her foot out, like she takes her shoe off, but it's on Mary's dress. And then Mary, she bumps into Mary, and Mary spills her wine, and that's how they meet. And she's freaking out because this is this romance novelist. But now, dun, 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 strangers in the night. Yes, and they do play that in the background. Yeah. Very good. Ed Bagley, a uh, Bob. What's his name in the Bob. movie? Bob. Right? Bob. Yeah. Yes, Bob. Bob mm-hmm. and Mary's meet eyes, and love is in the air. Right? Yeah, they have their little meet cute. Yes. Yep. So they um, they kind of flirt heavily all night. And again, I love Meryl Streep is so <sighs> so breathy, <laughs> breathy. So like, yes. uh, in this movie. It's so great. She's just, just so everything. naive, like the damsel yeah. in distress, like, save me, my accountant's not helping me. I love it. She goes, he goes, I think it's when he's in her house or something. He goes, this could be a write-off. And he was like, he's like, doesn't your accountant do that for you? And she was like, I don't know. Should he? Yeah. No. I don't know. That was good. They give, they decide to give her a ride home, but first they drop. I oh, love it's such a great shot. It's such a great shot when it shows Bob and Meryl Streep, Mary, in the front seat of the car, and the camera pans around to reveal that Roseanne's sitting in the back. I love that. And he's like, oh, it's only 75 miles to the Hamptons. Only 75 miles to the Hamptons, where we have to drop uh, Mary off. But first, we're going to drop you off, Ruth, and you can walk up the block. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. Not we're just going to drop her off at the end of the street. Yeah. Yes. Um, so, yeah. Then uh, Breathy Merrill and uh, and 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 Bob drive off um, to the Hamptons, and whoa, what a house, right? I mean, she's a romance mm-hmm. novelist. She's a millionaire. She's got a gorgeous house. She tells them, "You should see my electric bill." I can't really do that. I sound like Dolly <laughs> Parton, but that's no. Not- you can't. <laughs> I was just wondering how you were going to. By do the that way, <laughs> that scene between um, Ruth and and Mary Fisher. The only yeah. scene that Roseanne and Meryl share in the whole film. When she steps on her, really? That's the only scene, and then the rest of it is just them doing their own thing. I guess. No, you're right, because even when they're, quote-unquote, interacting, like when when Meryl Streep's even in the tub and she drops the kid off, they're not on camera oh, together. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or, and even at the very end, when she has her sign the book, they're not on camera together. That That could have been shot different days of course yeah that's right that's right yeah huh it's the only time they're together and i think that that's ironic because ruth is so starstruck by her when really it's yeah loathing but i don't want to give any more away besides seeing the beautiful house she lives in this is when we're also introduced to garcia right her her i love garcia (laughs) i wanted to know so much more about Garcia. Everybody like, wants to have a Garcia in their house. He answers the yes. door with amazing man cleavage and a robe <laughs> and a puppy, right? Or a little shih tzu dog. Yeah. Um, no, no, it's like a, it's like has, a poodle, right? right? Oh, yeah. yeah, it's a poodle. Yeah. Sorry. I don't know. Little dogs all okay. together. But, Jamie, I want to ask you, did you watch Soaps when you were a teen? No. It's A. Martinez plays uh, oh. Garcia. And he was on, like, I think he was on, like, every soap. He was on, like, Bold and the Beautiful. And yeah, General yeah. Hospital. I knew him from Hollywood Squares. He was always on Hollywood uh, Squares. Yes, yes, yes. And I knew he was a soap star. I just didn't know what. And then I saw him in this movie, and I'm like, hey, it's A. Martinez from Hollywood it's Squares. A. Martinez. <laughs> <laughs> he looks good, though, huh? He did. Yeah, I have to say. Like I said, I think everybody should have. 
should have an A. Martinez rolling around their pad. Yes. Right? Hunky <laughs> butler. Yep. 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 That is also just her sex life. Like, we get to know that. Too, oh, but, yes. what, that there's hanky-panky between the two of them, Oh, right? the hanky-panky! Yeah. I love that. Yeah, no, there's hanky-panky. Hanky-panky. Well, I don't like uh, when he's holding the dog and then he drops the dog. I don't like that. <laughs> you're like, easy. Take it easy. <laughs> Wait, you're coming out against animal abuse on our podcast? Is that <laughs> yeah. the bold statement here? He drops okay, the dog right. and the dog w- okay. winces. And, and I saw right, that. Right, yes. Like, yeah. <laughs> what so, are you take doing? Take it easy now, Garcia. <laughs> yes. Show the love. So are we... Are we to believe, and I don't, I don't want to jump too far ahead, but are we to believe that her romance novels in the past are based on her Escapades? relationship with Garcia? No, I, I think, think it's inspired varied. by, yeah. Okay. Because she right. was a slut according only, to only, her mom, but we'll yes, get to that. Yes, she was a teenage <laughs> tramp. I do love that. Teenage tramp. When her mom says she's a slut. Yeah, but I think her and Garcia definitely had something going on. So when Bob came over and the two of them were drinking Cavassier together, (laughs) I was like, is that Cavassier they're drinking? Because he says it's a write-off. Yes, and they uh, so they have a rendezvous of sorts, right? Yes. They're together, and poor Ruth is eating donuts and reading her romance novel in bed. Reading about love nectar being spent and <laughs> the <laughs> but what's the, really happening. The, Go ahead. Paul, were you going to say the, the donuts were right next to the bed? There was a dozen donuts <laughs> was, next to the bed. It's amazing. Dangerously close. Because I didn't even really notice it. I saw that she was reading the book and everything like that, and then suddenly she just picks up a donut and eats it. <laughs> and it was like 3 a.m. 3 a.m. Like, He's waiting. So over the top. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, yeah. And she knows that the next morning she's kind of going over the monologue in her head that he ends up saying to her kid. Right. She's like, well, he probably blew a tire. tire. And, you know, he had some issues getting home. And he comes in the door and he's like, I blew a tire. And this is when we're introduced to their home. And you're right, Pat. The hideous wallpaper. Yes. That's all around them. And the two kids that are kind of almost pointless except to know that they have a family that yeah. they're tearing apart, you know? Um, although, was the daughter ever in anything? I don't think I've ever seen that son in anything else. You know, I looked um, them up just know. in case. The daughter I don't recognize yeah. from anything, but uh, I saw okay. on IMDb that the son was an extra in Edward Scissorhands. So, no hey, joke. He All got right. a lot of work. And he was in he did. Fourth of <laughs> July, I think. He has, a he's a working actor. Yeah. Love yeah. it. So, Love it. No, nothing significant. But. Oh, that's a shame. Well, now we have it. It's So it's happened, right? The the egg, the, 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 the it's, it's been done. The affair has been started. Bob and Mary are, are sort of a thing. I was so confused by this part because there are cutscenes of Bob and Mary running on the beach, and I'm like, is this yeah. just in Roseanne's head, <laughs> or is this actually happening? No, well, he really disappears, I guess, from their lives. Right. Yeah. Right? He just and just the fact that she thinks that he's having an affair is he a serial cheater? Like, no, I think are, this are is we... the first time because of are, really. Hmm. Did you notice his office is? entirely comprised of women like there are no men working and when that receptionist comes in later like all the other women look at each other like "Mm -hmm, Mm -hmm. we know what's about to happen because it happened to us too yeah but this is probably the first time that ruth notices it because she says mary fisher i hope your pink palace crumbles into the sea (laughs) 
<laughs> oh yeah, I do like the narrative. There, there's a bit of narrative that happens throughout the film, yes. right? Where yeah, her, Roseanne. Um, her voiceovers yes. are great. Yes, where Roseanne's sort of telling the story of of what's un- unraveling here, um, being her marriage and um, soon her husband's <laughs> life at her hands, which is amazing. There is. I Googled it. I still didn't see it. The internet still, if you type in Ed Bagley's butt. Well, the internet doesn't want you to know. It's an experience you should have by watching She Devil with all, everything you have within you. And you. Listen, the internet wants you to know. I assume Mr. Skin would be able to tell me (laughs) if there's any Ed Bagley movie. It's really Ed's butt. To be honest, it was a little too cheeky and a little too firm. Oh, really? Okay. I don't know. You think there was a stunt butt? I feel like perhaps it was, yeah. Yeah, really? a extra, if you will. Yeah. What about, like, yeah. the long shots, though, when you see him barely carrying the towel? Well, Wait, how many? Oh, okay. <laughs> I was going to say. Well, those are different, see? But, but when, the butt, when the full butt is exposed, that butt's too firm, that hair's too blonde. I don't think that's Ed B. All right, well. So. I mean, he's a, he's a I analyzed people. Guy. You didn't even I mean, see it, DP. The other thing is when, because when Mary's like romancing him, right? And they're kissing each other in the middle of 57th Street and like on the street. But uh, Mary gives him a ring that says, Oh, that's right. RP, Robert Patchett. Robert. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Because that comes into play later. I just wanted to bring that up. Yes, that's right. That's an important piece as their romance. Yeah. Is this when he comes home from work and goes directly to the the shower? shower. Yes. One of the times, yes. Yeah. Yes. So, ladies, this is a tip-off. If your man yeah. comes home from work and has to take a shower, affair. Yeah. No question about it. I mean, that's what's happening. I worked on a cheating show before, and that's a telltale sign. <laughs> The insta shower. Yeah, I understand. He's if he's like it. a yeah, if he's like a bricklayer or something, I kind of get it. <laughs> but if he's an accountant and has to take a shower after work, yeah. that's not, probably not what's good. happening. Well, and she, when he comes back, she's she's a hot mess, Roseanne, or sorry, Ruth, because she's definitely sensing that there's something fishy going on. And the the in laws are coming over for dinner, right? Yes. Bob's parents are coming over for <laughs> the dinner. The in laws. Yes, and she's a mess. She's weighed herself. She's two hundred and one pounds. I know. Did she look two hundred to you? No, she actually. No. I have to tell no. you, I. I mean, I enjoy Roseanne. Now, this was an earlier in her career Roseanne, so not as you know, devalicious as she has now become. This was but. this was not a Roseanne Arnold. This was not a just Roseanne. This was a Roseanne Ball. Yes, yes. exactly, Ball. Yes. Very yes. good point. There's a yes. big difference. Yes. She uh, she's just doing her dang best tonight to keep it together while the in-laws are there. Um, she she's pretty clumsy because she's kind of a hot mess, and she falls down. Now, is are we supposed to believe that? Because she takes a slow motion fall here when she's flabbergasted and and trying to get dinner ready, and it happens in such a way that I is that when like the devil gets in her when I she gets don't inspired know what was happening here because then he catches it and nothing spills and i'm like is this like a weird superhero thing i didn't know what was going on at this point in the movie cuz every like every scene in this movie again not having seen it mm-hmm. i could not wait to see what happened next because i didn't That's know great. what i was yeah. about yeah. to see happen 
because he is insane about his parents coming to visit. Like, and there is like, cheese and cheese and crackers. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you embarrass me in front of my parents? And I'm like, what is going on? You're like a dude in your mid forties. Relax. Yeah. And her parents seem to like her. His parents seem to like her just fine. The mom is very. Why <laughs> don't right. talk like that to her? What do you the gotta mom's do nice, that for? But the dad is not. Oh yeah, that's true. The dad is not. The dad's like you knocked her up or you got her pregnant or whatever. <laughs> that's pregnant, what Bobby. Yeah. I love when. So yeah. So the night becomes sort of disaster. Um, there's a huge fight at the dinner table. Doesn't he at one point go to take his belt off to beat his kids? Like yes. what do his kids do? Where he's <laughs> I'm so glad you brought that up because I saw that and I'm like, did he just take his fucking belt off? Like he's gonna beat them? Well, he's so frazzled. He really just wants to be out there, bone and Mary, right? But now he right, has to right. be home having dinner with his family and his in-laws. So he's stressed. He he goes to take the belt on his kids. She presents dinner, and inside the dinner is we forgot to mention the weird son has a pet rat. Is, gerbil. It, is it a rat? Oh, it's a gerbil. Okay. Gerbil. <laughs> um, I think everybody calls it a rat because I was like, oh, there's a rat in their food because they keep referring to it as a rat, but it keeps a rat as a pet. Yeah, she was, serves us. Was it a gerbil? What did you guys think? Was it a gerbil? Or oh, that thing looked like a rat. I mean, that was big. That thing was. Big and gross and had, like, a big, thick tail. I thought it was a rat. Oh, okay. It was, and it was cooked inside a casserole, P.S., by yes. mistake. So by she said, I'll get a strainer. <laughs> that was great. I love when it splats on the little girl's face and she has the bet gross. Gross. When a piece of it just splats on her face. Yeah, some of the, uh, um, and this is, now, now we're reaching a breaking point. This is when the mole, this is, see, Doug, how did you miss, D.P.? The, the feature of the mole, like when she's like at her no, most, like it's not. No, I knew she had a mole. Right. Then suddenly I turned around and she didn't have a mole. Well, in I, this, the transition was the part that I was lost on. Okay. Oh, like when it went down. That's okay. what it was. Because no, this... I saw the mole. Don't worry. It was amazing. So he's packing his bags because now really this is this is the straw that broke his back. He just wanted to be kind of over this marriage, and he True. is right. Do you remember what he yells at her? Doesn't he yell some ridiculous? things at her as, as he's leaving was there anything that stuck out to you guys i didn't write anything down but i didn't know i just wrote down great yelling acting by ed bagley jr that's all <laughs> i wrote down he calls her he well what he does is he and, well, and i noticed this because i've seen this movie so many goddamn times he says you know i have you know a list of assets that matter in my oh life. that's right mm-hmm. he lists that's all right. the assets that later on she makes a list of and tries to hit but then he says, you're a she-devil. And I'm like, they said ah, it. <laughs> ah, nope. The titular line. There we have it. But So she's got now, like you said, from this fight, Pat, now she has this list which she pens down with this like fancy fountain pen. I remember this distinctly from being a kid and remembering how she was writing with this fancy fountain pen on this things to remember paper. These ass Bob's assets, which were, which he mm-hmm. listed in the fight, um, home. Family, career, freedom. Those are the mm-hmm. his assets. Yes. And these are important pieces to the rest of the film. Um, <clears throat> now, she freaks out in all her floral print, and she decides to essentially burn down the house. And I love the way <laughs> That was the best, right? <laughs> yes. It was so good. Now, really quick, though, I just want to say, she's writing with a rose pen on rose yes. stationery. Oh, yes. Yes, let's because that's a continuing that theme. Mm-hmm. But Jamie, Paul, weren't you so yeah. excited? With uh, uh, first of all, I've seen this before, and I love yeah. the scene where she 
you know, fucks up the house. What do you think of that, Paul? Because you've never seen it before. It was amazing because some things <laughs> made total sense and I loved it. And just the insanity behind some of the decisions. Like, just to take all these electrical appliances and put them in the washing machine yes. is great. <laughs> and it makes yes. no sense whatsoever. And to just turn on the mixer and shove a knife in there yep. as though that's going to do anything. Definitely. But I also love how one of the last things she does for, again, no reason, is just knock down the smoke detector. Yes, with a hammer. <laughs> like, Yes. She yes. didn't want the fire, the fire department coming. Now, yeah. the thing is, I just have to say, I, I, I made a list of the things she did because I love them Excellent. so much. Excellent. Do you please mind if tell. I go through them very quickly? Absolutely. No, go, please. So she goes nuts. She turns on a heavy metal music video on TV <laughs> for yeah. ambiance, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she throws a bunch of things in the, in the washer. She puts an iron in there. She puts the hanging light in there. <laughs> she puts a blow dryer on high under the pillow which I've always wanted to do. Yeah, she puts the knife in the mixer. She smokes a ton of cigarettes and then blows up the pilot light. <laughs> she plugs in extension cords. She locks the window. She puts aerosol cans in a microwave. That's my favorite. Oh, I love that. Yeah, I love the aerosol. Mind you, the mole is helping the whole time. Yes. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, and then she takes Mary Fisher's accounting file before the house I love it because when the fire happens to afterwards, which we'll talk about the effects of that in one second, there's people like camping out like yes. they've been watching her do this. The whole neighborhood. <laughs> yeah. They're loving it because they're just they like... They have like lawn chairs and they're like... <laughs> they've got beers, like kids, yeah. little kids are playing. Yeah. Yep, video cameras, yep. Now, the effects, the effects when she blows up. <laughs> I'm glad you brought that up. I mean, we see this beautiful, like, like, like pre, you know, disaster. And when disaster strikes, it couldn't oh. be any more fake and cheesy that green screen. It's just Yes, it's just Roseanne. It's, and a it's green amazing screen. green screen work, and um, her expression on her face is wonderful. And the fact that she kind of stops and turns around to look at it, but then keeps going, but doesn't seem to be making any headway as far as yes. distance. Like it's so bad, it's mm -hmm. amazing. Yes, yes, <laughs> and of course the uh, the best part is, to me. I always used to quote this when the kids come home. They're like. What about her clothes? Oh, yeah. Gone. What about her sleeps? <laughs> gone. What about her gone, gone? Everything's gone. <laughs> so she can cross home off the asset list. Yes, yes. That's the first thing to be gone. And then she's very efficiently. Um, I love this because she's, she's, again, she's just turned, she is the she-devil now. So she's turned a cheek from loving mother yeah. to... She brings the kids over to Mary Fisher's place and yes. drops them off, basically. With the dog and this, named Fuzzy. Yes, with their <laughs> yeah. weird mutt yeah, dog like named Fuzzy. Dog, yes, yes, Fuzzy. That's right. So she gives... Um, and now uh, they're together in their, like, is it like a pool, jacuzzi, bed oh, place? Like a harem. <laughs> like yes, yes. I love it when, when Meryl Streep, the kids are staring at her. And she kind of swims away. Yes. So yeah, bubbles. Yeah, she's like, it just like envelops her entire head as she swims away. Yes, and it's Garcia wonderful. was more than welcome to let them in because he's like, oh, yes. you're going to fuck with me, Mary Fisher? 
Well, I feel like they were in Garcia's bedroom. I feel like that harem <laughs> room is like where Garcia sleeps. Because <laughs> so he's always in the pool. Is that yes, what? Yes. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> so she drops the kids off, and she's like, "Here you go." Like. You get them all, and he chases after her, like, maybe for the weekend, but you have to take them back. And he drops towel, and we just see full-on tush. Um, and I'm so sad that you missed it. And I'm sorry that the internet doesn't have it, but you'll just have to rewatch that part of the movie, DP. I mean. <laughs> oh, I'll be watching it tonight. <laughs> you know you will. You know you will. And again on Friday when the podcast comes out. Yes, I'm sorry. of course. <laughs> Everyone will be Googling it. Ed Begley yeah. is- his green car is not going to be the only thing they're doing. <laughs> oh, the, so the kids are gone. She takes a taxi. New life is abound. Now she, this is kind of when she, does she become Rose? This is when she makes the transformation, Rose. Yes. right? From Ruth to Rose. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. And her next mission is to go to the Golden Twilight. Correct? Yes. This yes. Is, it. It is, do we, we don't, did we meet Mary's mother before this, right? Um, there was a briefly. quick scene where she visited yeah. her, right? No, well, okay. it was like footage from an interview. That yeah, it was there. Oh, Robin yes, with Robin Leach, yes. right? Okay, yes. yes. Uh-huh. So we know that her mother is at a home, and the home happens to be Golden Twilight, where they do not tolerate incontinence, not at all. <laughs> oh, my God. This woman's reaction and the way she screams, incontinence, Crazy. is beyond me. Like, isn't this her job? Yeah. I know. Like, isn't that, I mean, you lose, that's part of what I'm looking forward to of getting older, is I can piss myself, and it'll be fine. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but not this head of nursing or whatever this woman is insane yes and she <laughs> sedates them right yes right. yes she keeps she all have... the elderly people sedated mm-hmm. uh ruth goes in for a job as vesta rose right yes and vesta meet... is the first yeah yeah we meet hooper who you recognize her right jamie and i were arguing not arguing but we were talking about this before you came on mm-hmm. and the only thing jamie mentioned was like i don't know she's in like one of those stupid csi shows now but she's but i but she's been in everything and i could not place her kindergarten cop ah oh you're exactly right yeah and the richard grieco film if looks could kill he just said Richard Okay, Grieco I would not know her from that. <laughs> well, it's a bad movie, but it's Richard Grieco. That's that why I watched thing. it. Sorry. <laughs> Whenever I think of Richard Grieco, I think of the Mount Airy Lodge um, commercials because he was in them. Did you know that? Wait, what? Mount Airy Lodge. No. Oh, he was? You know the, oh, yes. Yes, and he put a robe. Yes, okay, but we must move on because that has nothing to do with this. <laughs> right. You took your mind out of and bed. Put a robe on. I did, I did, I did. But that's just because you said Richard Grieco. <laughs> but I'm back in the game. It's okay. I'm back in the game. Okay. I'm stealing sedatives. I'm stealing sedatives. Oh, Jamie, this yeah. is another thing we were talking about earlier. Uh, this is where Nicolette, the daughter, this is when they're sitting outside. <laughs> At Mary's place, and this mm-hmm. is when she's listening to the Fat Boys and Chubby Checker uh, yes. song. Yes, I don't know if you remember that, Pat, when the Fat Boys and Chubby Checker teamed up for a few songs yes. in the oh my God, very late eighties. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but that was one of the songs. It's bad that I would know that that is the song that was playing. Like that's what I was kind of embarrassed about. I was like, I remember that song. 
That is so awesome that you recognize. That. I mean, well, there's a lot of songs I recognize too, by the way, in this. But there's we'll a lot. Oh yeah, yep. We'll get to them. So then, uh, what were you saying, Jamie? So this is when she replaces the sedatives with Maxi yes. Life to pep yes. up the old people. Maxi Life, yeah, and they do they do get pepped up. They're playing soccer. They're listening um, to they're, I Will Survive. I was just going to say a bad cover of <laughs> I Will Survive is being played. But now this is when her and Ruth form a bond. And I love this. Ruth looks at her and she was like, what did she say? I've been, I've been miserable and so have you. Women like us should stick together. And I love that because it's, you know. They, it's a good they, message. Yes, yes. And yeah. Hooper kind of gets it, and she's like, yeah, right on. I love the bonding they have later over pastries, but that happens later. <laughs> For those um, rainbow cookies. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. Amazing. What are those called? I love... Vene- well, my mom calls them Venetians, but they're not called that either. They have a name, but everyone calls them rainbow cookies. Oh, okay. I figured you being Italian should know that. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I think they have another name besides Venetians. My mom calls them the Venetians, but I think she just calls them that because it sounds saucy. <laughs> now, through all of this, we didn't really, right? We kind of met Mary's mother, but not really because she's a character and I love her. She's um, amazing. She's yes. Sylvia Miles from Midnight Cowboy, by the way. Oh, yes. delightful. If you ever see that movie, she's so good in it. So good. That was like one of her first roles. Did you do you think they just sat her down and showed her Golden Girls episodes and was like, <laughs> listen, this is the mom in this show. If you could act as much like her as possible, that would be fantastic. Just do your laugh. That's what they really want. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. That's right, yes, yes. <laughs> This is when the dog basically commits suicide. Well, Mary's, yes. We're back to Mary's um, place now, which is on the water and the Hamptons. And she's writing her novel, but now she's not as focused. Like before she was writing about like the sexy nectar. And now she's writing about like chub <laughs> um, And nectar. so it's, it, it's not quite as romantic. We can tell she shrugs, right? She's totally struggling. Yes. Because um, the kids are there. And they're playing oh, yeah. their music loud, and they're just being, you know, kids in her space. And you're right, the her the their dog is molesting. I think her dog is that what's happening at first? How does it? That's what she says. I don't know. They're dogs. They're just. They're dog know, why and am out. I defending? Why am I defending this? Right? Yes. Well, yes. The dog is molesting her. Her dog commits suicide. Essentially, right? She goes to fetch. <laughs> yeah, the stick they, she and tells him to get water? rid of a stick. Yes. throws it over yes. a cliff, and the dog jumps after it while Scruffy or whatever his name is doesn't. He just kind of stays still. Does Fuzzy. but yes. but I'm sorry. The one thing I I, I hate yeah. to keep going back, but when no. Mary is working and writing, yeah. she's writing on a word processor that's pink and it says oh, yeah. zenith on it <laughs> oh. so that's like the laptop of 1989 i guess yeah, isn't that crazy? Crazy? i had that same one when we when we lived in the house on baldy street i had the same did one you? What? Wait, yes. what i did wait in the late crazy. 90s you had a word processor yeah i didn't have a computer i wasn't wow. cool like that i'm it's very inside oh, okay. baseball i'm sorry <laughs> I love it. But uh, but anyway, yeah. So uh, I just wanted to point that out because I love how Mary was that advanced that she had the pink 
Zenith. The pink one. I love how it cuts immediately, basically immediately, from the dog's death. To a giant memorial for this dog yes. in the middle uh, of just a, a vast landscape that she has. It's really amazing. Yes. Do you remember what uh, the gravestone says, too? Mm-mm. No, no tell I us. don't. It says, Tu serai toujours dans mon cœur. You'll always be in my heart, is what that means. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh wait, yeah, you know French or some French, but some French just Grace? enough to get me laid. But that is totally oh. like I saw that and I was like, that is totally something she would do. Like <laughs> Juliet is dead, but it's symbolic. I think it's the end of that Mary when she starts yes. to take control. But not to get too ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. This is that scene is the first. It's one of the first breakdowns we see of her. So yeah. she's slowly losing her. She's becoming more of a raw nerve. And this is mm-hmm. layers are being peeled off, and there's one. Then yes. we have on the flip side, Rose slash Ruth is starting to work over the other layer, the other piece of the onion that's going to uncover. Uh, whoa, I got deep with that in the onion. We don't have to go. Yes. <laughs> I know. Um, so this is when we do meet Mrs. Fisher, um, who, uh, when Ruth where Rose talks to Mrs. Fisher about her daughter. I love it. She goes, my daughter, she's a slut. Right? How does she? (laughs) It's so great. She's like, she's like, you think you can sneak me a beer? Yeah. I love it. I love it. And then she goes, oh, your daughter, she's so fancy. I bet she has a butler. And that's when she says, I love this line. Butler. I bet there's a lot of hanky panky going on there. And she's absolutely right. I know. And she was. With the and then she, what does she say? She's like, oh, she goes, you should go visit her. And she goes, I ought to drop in on her one day. That ought to scare the shit out of her. <laughs> that's right. She calls it hanky panky, but scaring the shit out of her. That's right. That's right. And then don't they sort of frame her, but this doesn't come about till later. They frame um, Ruth and Har- Ho- Hooper. Um, frame Mrs. Fisher to make it look like she's a bedwetter. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I think it's just there. Ruth. I don't. I don't know if her work accomplice is in on this because Roseanne walks in with bedpans oh, and just right. jumps right. a huge yeah. pile of piss in this <laughs> poor woman's bed. <laughs> And then just wanders off. So I don't think that other lady is into what she's into. Like, <laughs> she's not as into I understand the- that she teams up with her, yeah. but I don't think from the get-go they're doing the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. But then Probably. back at Mary's. Oh, hell's breaking loose. It's and a he's watching mess. Glow on TV. Oh, I love that. <laughs> Did you notice Gorgeous that? Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling. Yes. Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling, yeah. That was one of my Saturday morning pleasures as a kid. <laughs> oh, really? Glow? <laughs> yes. Really? Did you really watch yes. that? I don't know a single who was your favorite that on Glow? Glow. Oh, who was, there was Attila the Hun, who I just <laughs> liked because she was like the Andre the Giant of the Glow world. She was, yeah. Um, I honestly don't remember all their Attila the Hun. I remember, and then I just remember their outfits and them being like, again, they were like the males of the WWE. So I, I, I dug now, it. Now, there's actually just a side note on that. I'm sorry, Paul, Please. but there is a uh, a documentary on Glow, and it updates where all of them are now. Really? So, yeah. If you ever get a chance, I think it's on Netflix. It's it's uh, about the ladies of Glow, the gorgeous ladies of wrestling, and it kind of just. Shows clips of how it all came about and everything. Right. And, uh, yeah. They they 
They played it on Logo once, but it, it was a hit on uh, Netflix for a while. So I don't know if it's still on there, though. But if yeah, you're ever you interested. You bet I'm checking it out tonight, ever interested. Yes. <laughs> there you go. Just a side note. I like it. I wow. like it. That was a good PS. That was a good PS. They, they're sloppy, these kids. He's watching wrestling, and isn't he getting in, isn't he, like, eating hot dogs on the couch or something ridiculous? Who like, knows? And Mary's these like, in this house, we don't eat in the living room. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and I love it. Now, everybody in Mary's house is going crazy. The maid, the maid has, like, five lines in the whole movie, Mary's maid, and they all have to do it shit. She's yeah. like, I cleaned the shit. It's too much shit. I don't do shit. It's <laughs> shit. Like, for uh, all the bad stuff that happens to characters in this movie, I feel worst for her maid. Like, her maid seems to be the only person in that house working or doing anything. That poor woman. No, well, she refuses not. to. No, Garcia. No, not. Garcia isn't doing it. He says, I'm not the maid. He's in his bedroom lounging. Yes. Right? Yes. <laughs> He was, and he said, wait, what did he say? He goes, I might be the butler, but I'm not the maid. <laughs> <laughs> There's a distinct difference, all right? Just ask Benson. So everyone's turning on her. The maid doesn't want to clean the shit, and um, <laughs> Garcia is not a maid, and so she goes to do laundry, and it's kind of funny when she does the laundry, she, like, pours a ton of bleach in the laundry. <laughs> I love her laundry. And, and her, like, laundry room, <laughs> her laundry room looks like shit. Yeah, compared that- to the rest of her house, she has, like, a laundry room that was, like, in my first apartment. It's like yeah. such a that, shitty laundry room. That house is amazing. You're exactly right. I she was like, She literally wow, puts we... quarters in the machine to get them to work. She's like, um, I don't know. That laundry room looks like they just grab like the whatever, like the boom mic operator. They're like, can we just shoot this scene at your house, man? It's just a laundry room scene. Don't worry. Because yeah. it looks terrible. It's this tiny room. I think my laundry room here is larger it's than bigger. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I just want to say she breaks her nails. No. Is that where you're going to yes. say? Yes. 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 Go when ahead, She breaks Jamie, her then. nail. And this is when she does her, like, the, the doorbell rings and she does, I don't know, can you do it, Pat, when she freaks out? She she goes, goes, Somebody. Can somebody please get the door? And then it rings again. Somebody get the goddamn door! <laughs> <laughs> and of course, who was at the door, Jamie? It's her mother. Her mother is there. She's like oh, fancy yeah. schmancy. <laughs> My favorite part of this is when the mother's like, 34, she told you she's 34, she's 41. And... I he seems really upset by this. I know. He's like, like, I he seems really upset by this. The, the next scene is we already discussed where Ruth and, and, and Hooper bond over their um, eating patients yes. together. It's a beautiful bonding and that happens. What does – does Hooper – Hooper lets her in on the secret that she has a ton of money that she's been saving. Yes. Now, I was confused because – they are at work, right? Mm-hmm. I think Hooper lives there, though. Yeah. <laughs> she, oh, like, okay. <laughs> I didn't understand what was happening. I was like, is she storing this money at work? But then I was watching. I'm like, is she just showing her a checkbook? Like, she could just written nonsense in that checkbook and be like, look how much money I have in my balance checkbook. So I didn't know what she was showing her, but it seemed to be proof that she had a lot of money. Yes. Right? A good amount of, sa- a good amount of savings. Yeah, they okay. must. I think they both just live there. Like, if you're going to. They just live there. Yes. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, you're right. Roseanne doesn't have a place to stay. She blew up her house. Right. Yes. Exactly. She has no home. Her children are with the dad. Um, okay. When we really see the mom being sort of class or just fish out of water is when. So 
Next, the People Magazine is People is, Magazine. They are interview placement Mary for People Magazine, I <laughs> guess. Yes. <laughs> yes, true. They're interviewing Mary Fisher, um, and already is it that her new novel hasn't come out, but they're predicting it to be a bomb, right? Um. Well, her career is kind of on the fritz. No, I I think they're just interviewing her in anticipation for the new, the new novel. novel, right? You know who the reporter is, right? Oh no, I I don't know. Oh, okay, uh, she was the mom on Strangers with Candy. Ah, oh my yeah. god, brilliant! Deborah Rush is her name, and she... I would I would not have known that. Oh yeah, I would she not was in the American out. Pie movies too, but. She's okay. really known right. as the mom from Strangers with Candy. She's brilliant, wow. brilliant, so funny. But anyway, go ahead. They're doing this expose on her. Yes, yes. And they're comparing, she's basically, they're comparing her novels to softcore porn for Board Housewives. Board Housewives. And, yes. yes. <laughs> and, and they're kind of giving her a hard time. And she steps away. Mary steps away, I think, to tend to the kids, right? Is it because? Before she steps away, this is my favorite Garcia scene. Is when he drives up in the golf cart <laughs> yes. and drops off just a plate of spray cheese, oh, yeah. crackers, and like powdered <laughs> Lipton tea. You who can't have you who. Yes. I thought it was Lipton tea. Okay. All right. um, He's doing that to, to fuck love with that her. Scene. And when he pulls up, uh, you can hear, come on and get my love. Come on. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that late 80s club music that was just yes. so yep, great. Yep. Of yes. course, the Latin butler's listening to it. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, oh, you know what it is? Yeah. Mary gets called away because the, yeah. um, the owner of the nursing home says, right. your her mother's, mother's now been kicked out. Oh. She's been wetting her bed. That's right. Okay, that's <laughs> yes. what she gets. So, yeah, she gets bombarded with that news. So while she's getting haggled kind of at her interview with People Magazine um, and, and by her butler, she gets this call that her mom is probably going <laughs> to be is kicked out of the home that she's in. And right. in the meantime, the mom is telling People Magazine all the insides to Mrs. to Mary's growing up. <laughs> I and love how that. her daughter was, was a teenage tramp, and they had to give up the first baby. Right? She has a son. <laughs> yep. Yep, that's yes. right. Yeah, and she goes. There's a missing heir to the Fisher family royal dynasty, and she goes, "Royal my ass." Her father was a kosher butcher from Hoboken. <laughs> and by the way, I don't think that kosher butchers exist in Hoboken, but in Hoboken, it was still funny. Yeah. But it was just the way she put. It. Oh, it was brilliant. It was. Brilliant. Oh yeah. Oh, so now that. Um, so, yeah, so we see devastation is happening in Mary Fisher's life, obviously, to, like, the extreme degree. And right. now Ruth can leave her job at the, the the senior living facility because her job is done. Yes. Right? Well, so she, she gets fired. She gets fired oh, for she... covering up the incontinence of the patients so that she's been caring for. <laughs> but it doesn't matter. No. Because she just gets on a bus. Yeah. And that's it. She's done there. But her friend, Hooper, Hooper, chases the bus down, and these two are teaming up. Yeah. Moves to the city. I don't understand. Does she ever yeah. – is there ever a scene – again, apparently, I'm missing a lot from this movie. You're missing a, mole, a butt scene. Yeah, an a mole, ass. A right. mole and an ass. Is, is there a scene where she lets Hooper in on what she's doing or no? 
I don't think I so. Think or is Hooper is Hooper thinking everything's totally legit? I think that Hooper and her just share a connection because they're both okay. sort of. But that's why she opened. So now her. So okay. So now this is very inspiring. So now it's her and Hooper inspiring. leave together, and and now again Hooper has this giant savings, <clears throat> and now we have a beautiful. Um, Renovation montage. Oh, it's so bad, huh? (laughs) It's amazing. And it's in the financial district, which is the neighborhood I live in now. That's where you live, yeah. Fun! Yay! Um, So they're in overalls, her and Hooper, and there's ladders, and there's painting, (laughs) and there's coats going on to the room, and finally the room is done. The room is done. And the employment agency can begin. It's Vesta Rose, right? Vesta Vesta Rose. Rose. Come bloom with us. Yes, yes. And I love this. So once now they've set up the business, we see that, you know, they've built it up, truly painted walls themselves. I love it because this is. They have commercials. How does Bob not see any of these commercials? Bob's oblivious to commercials. Roseanne's not on the, okay. Roseanne's not on the advertising. I love this too because you were talking about the. Advertisement in the eighties. There's a scene that happens, and this happens in an eighties movie that we are going to review coming up. And and where adver- instead of like again, now you have these Facebook ads and you have Instagram, but they to advertise your business in the eighties, you could literally just throw papers off a rooftop, <laughs> and if <laughs> if the people of the city stumbled upon your flyer, they in were Times like, Square. Yeah, yes, exactly. <laughs> They, they all of a sudden said hopeless women got these flyers that let them know that, you know, life can change via Vesta. Did um, you notice, though, the Batman billboard in Times Square? No, no. No. Okay, that was a big deal because I, the first time I ever saw that, I was like, oh, my God. They must have shot that during the summer of 89. Because I remember when Batman came oh. out, that was such a big deal <laughs> that summer. Yeah. Good call. See, that's why we have you, Pat. I was so totally nice. just like nostalgic for that because I was one of those people that saw Batman that summer and just loved it. Oh, gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> that was the first one. So it was the good one. <laughs> it was the best one, if you be honest. I think so. Yeah, Michael Keaton, Keaton. number one. I was just gonna say nobody beats it, a Michael Keaton Batman. I'm just I saying. agree. I agree. Mm-hmm. Jack Nicholson. Yeah. Oh, but we're not talking about Batman. We're talking about She Devil. So okay. let's get back <laughs> on track. <laughs> Sorry, Very I was all there with you. I'm like, yeah, and Jack Nicholson's performance was amazing in that. Okay, but she helps a lot of women in her business. A lot yeah. of sad, hopeless single women, or married women, or divorced women. To kind of refine themselves, refine the career. That's what Vesta Rose is meant to do. It's not necessarily employment agency for all. It's for sad women, basically, right? <laughs> this is when we see this, the start of the goodbye of the mole. This is when the business has started, and she's got two things now off of his list, right? Is uh, it two or just the one? Yeah, it's home and family, and she's working on career. Yes, yeah, yes. Career and And in the meantime... She's working on her mole, and there's just, like, a Band-Aid on it right now, like a little, like, wart bait. <laughs> well, Meryl then, or, or Mary, meets with her agent, right? Is it oh. her agent that she has lunch with? Okay, well, um, this is my favorite scene. Uh, I just, well, I, I think before that, I think you were saying that, like, she slips the flyer into, uh, the Vest of Rose flyer into yes. um, Bob's office so that she can hire his next assistant. 
That's right. And, That's right. And make him cheat or whatever. Okay. Right. So, right. She's set up. She's a set up punch kind of girl. Yes, exactly. Just to kind of nudge Mary a little bit. But Mary is in disarray. Her house is in disarray. So everything she's experiencing is reflecting on her work. And her next novel is called Love in the Rinse Cycle. (laughs) (laughs) So Yes, because she's done laundry for the first time. Yeah. Yeah. There's a whole chapter on laundry. And her agent, who that, that woman was in Tootsie, she was so funny. Yes, yes. Hilarious. She was the producer, the soap opera producer in Tootsie. She also played Dorothy's sister in an episode of The Golden Girls. Check it out. (laughs) Oh, good call. But, uh... Check it out, You know, of course I know that, but... (laughs) So then she... Mary shows up to this um, meeting, and she orders rosé, which is so awesome. And uh, then her agent goes, Mary, what's that in your hair? And she goes, oh... It's a gummy bear. She just takes it out and eats <laughs> she it. She just eats it. Yeah. Like it's nothing. <laughs> so this is like, this is Mary, like Mary's fall from grace. And, you know, her agent's like, I'm not happy with this novel. Your heroine, you know, she has two kids and a husband named Bob. And she's <laughs> like, and what is this chapter on laundry? And she goes, it's a metaphor. Or, and her <laughs> yeah. literary agent says, a what? She a doesn't what? even know what a metaphor <laughs> is. Oh, yeah, but now she's trying to be all deep. It's a metaphor for what yes. she's going through love in the rinse cycle. So, right. um, you know, her agent says, fans are fickle, disappoint them once, and they'll feel betrayed. And that reminds me of what I do as a TV producer all the time. You don't want to stray from the formula like Mary Fisher. That's did. why Fuller House exists. Yes, exactly. <laughs> You are so right. <laughs> but then, then, um, then she's like, Mary, why don't you take a day to think about it? You look tired. Yeah. And she's like, don't you patronize me. <laughs> she's like, and oh, by the way, I think that Bob is a beautiful name. So she's like <laughs> losing it, right? But on the way out of the restaurant, she sees the newsstand. People Magazine has the expose on yep. dethroning the queen of romance. The her mother told her. herself. Yes, yes. I love how she just grabs All them the all and yes. throws them in the trash. She just Definitely. grabs every pile she can and she puts them right in the trash. Yeah, and she's... But she's I don't understand she because she them. says... But it's her mother. She says that she's going to exercise her right to take this to another publisher. But that doesn't go anywhere because of the book signing. This woman's there. So I guess she buckled? I guess guess she did. She took a chance. But um, I think that as a romance novelist, she's novelist. She strayed from the formula. But then she becomes the intellectual down the line. Yes. Sure. Yeah. Why but not? But I just think it's great because she's just so over the top. Well, it it also it appears that Mary's now addicted to painkillers. Yes, yeah, she's right? popping pills. pills. She's popping pills, as every okay. good housewife should. I mean, yes, you gotta cope. Definitely. You gotta cope. So, um, <laughs> she becomes <laughs> she becomes she becomes desperate though, right? How does this? So he comes home yes. and he's kind of doing the same. Like, does he do the? I have to shower, like. He's but kind of sketchy. She shows him the People magazine. Car article. troubles again. Oh, yeah. yes, because she's devastated. By, and he's like, we got to bounce back. We got a bad press is good press. It's press, and that's what you do, right? Is that? 
And then right, yeah, yeah. Any press is good press. And I love how he's like, "Listen, Mary, I read the manuscript." I'm like, "Why are you reading this? Like, why are you reading her manuscripts? Why do you care?" But yeah, they have it out about her book, basically. Yeah. Yes. Or is this the argument where he pulls her sheets, where he pulls her off the bed? <laughs> yeah, she's, like she's just—he drags her across the floor, it's and he's great. like, "Being an accountant is creative." And she goes, "Oh yes, I'm sure it is." <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, <laughs> She, that's Meryl Streep gold there because she was just um, totally made. She could have like chewed on the scenery and been over the top like drunk yes. but no, she w- right. really took that moment and like made it, you know, funny. I agree. Really I funny. totally yeah. agree. Yeah. No, her, her, she was just enough. She was a great balance in this scene of like, oh, that overly dramatic whiner, but enough of, she just so beautiful in this movie. It's, she is fun to watch. That is Roseanne, but but she is so fun to watch in this movie. And yes, he pulls her across the room in bed sheets. She she ends up he sleeps on the couch basically just because he's oversleeping with right. her. I love this next scene is when she gives. So Olivia, uh, is it Olivia? Oh no, yeah, this is um when Ruth is walking in the park with Olivia in Central Park, right? Yep. Yes, and uh-huh. Olivia's eating a hot dog because <laughs> I guess when is <laughs> because- he? Because why not? Shoving a hot dog in her face for most of the scene. And um, Ruth gives her some very beautiful advice. She tells them, you know, you give them what they want and then they don't want it anymore. Because Olivia, right? Is this when Olivia is looking for advice about her new, um, what to do about. Right, right. Yeah, she's, she's really into Bob. And, you know, she doesn't right. know how Bob feels about her. So Roseanne's kind of pushing this secretary who she mm-hmm. got to work at his office into sort of, um, to I say guess, I expressing love you, right? her feelings. Yes. Right? Yes. Just say yes, it. Yes, say I'm I not, love you. Right? Yes. Yeah, it's not going to scare anybody right, off. Right. <laughs> right. Because, <laughs> no, especially not a married man. Right. I mean, but she does and is immediately fired which i think is just great because how do you not think anything bad can come of that because he accuses her of trying to sleep away because she said she loved him yes yes he says although we do when did that scene happen there's a scene that there's a love scene that happened or love making scene that happens oh where they're having through the office and yes and he xeroxes her butt and her boobs and yes um, who didn't do that in the 80s right I mean, that's what photocopy, that's what the Xerox machine was for, basically, to put your private parts on it. Um, but his ring and, shows up in the photocopy. Yes. Evidence. Evidence. Right, yeah. She is given the advice to say, I love you. When she does, she's promptly fired. And, uh, the, of course, like every good woman, she's a woman scorned. So she goes back to... His office. She breaks yes. in with Because Roseanne. she knows the secret code and to all the accounts. Think, well... Well, she lets Roseanne know that he's been skimming money yes. from clients so his for a long time. In Switzerland. This dude is super <laughs> sleazy. Well, yeah, he's super sleaze ball. He's a cheater. He's a womanizer. He's and one of his clients yeah. on the uh, '80s computer screen shows up as Jackie Collins. Oh, I didn't right. even yes. notice yes. that. Yes, exactly. <laughs> oh, you nice. Yes, I noticed something. <laughs> Jamie didn't did. see that. All right, I feel pretty good about that. Oh, that's awesome. Okay. Yeah, I did yeah. see that. Yes. Yeah, because they transfer a ton of money so that he will then get caught. That's their idea. But in the meantime, 
Roseanne finds those photocopies. I love how random that is. So he's got like a file drawer of like all of his <laughs> business just opens files, and like somewhere tucked in that, it's just some files of his, you know, the you know of his whore's ass, basically. And, and <laughs> it is really weird that he would be like. You know what? I'm going to save these for later. For whatever reason, I'm going to hold on to these. The Murray file and the Switzerland bank file. There we go. Nobody will find them here. No, true. And I I mean, the big thing, and I never really realized this until later, is that it's like, oh, you can see the ring that Mary bought him. Because I always forget about the ring, but that's why I keep bringing it up. Right. That's why it's so, (laughs) no, that's why it's so important. In the Xerox copy, he's, he's grabbing her buttocks. And in the buttocks grab, we see yep. a distinct um, outline of, of the ring. So you're, you're, this is your favorite scene, Doug, when, when they're... I, I, yeah, when well, Mary gets the photocopy sent to her <laughs> by Roseanne. She, she thinks it's that. a fan letter. And she flips out. Well, she's in the yeah, car right, with, exactly. with yes, Bob when yes. she gets it. And they're yeah. kind she of makes on a good way, right? Aren't they kind of doing like, he's got lipstick all over him for some reason, right? When they're in the car. <laughs> I think. Yes. Yes. I don't know if it's Olivia's or if it's supposed to be Mary's, but they're in the convertible together and you feel like their relationship Mm -hmm. is on them. He's like, we should go away together, right? Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, yeah. You know what we should do? We should take a vacation. That would be great. And then she sees the copies and freaks out. And this is when her maid quits and she walks in on the daughter. Sexy dancing with Garcia. <laughs> the son's drinking champagne, dancing with her yeah. mom. It is bonkers. That's very nuts. John Waters, right, Paul? It's like, yeah. that's what you yes. see yeah. there. Because the first thing I thought was that Garcia wasn't just cuddling up to Nicolette. He was No, she was like her. riding her. Yes. yes, yes. She was straddling yes. him, and he was kind of holding her oh. up. Mm-hmm. Her and, legs were around uh, uh, him. Yeah. Yeah. That was disturbing. Yes. It was very, you're like, cause she's 11. Well, yeah. 13 maybe. Yeah. Okay. I was going to be generous, I love but, though. Yeah. This is another, cause this is a start of a Meryl Street breakdown. They're a lot like Sally Fields breakdowns. They're amazing. <laughs> so when she, right. When she, so when the first person <laughs> right. to kind of walk out on her is the maid again, cause the maid is just tired of cleaning shit. That's like I said, every line the maid <laughs> yes. has up with this bullshit. Shit. I will not yeah. put <laughs> Yes. Isn't that what she says? <laughs> yeah, that's that. right. Up with this bullshit. I will not put you up. Very broken. And I love when Meryl Streep, when, when Mary is like, no, she like does this. She she kind of has a tantrum where she hugs her legs. Like she's like, no, no, no. And like hugs her legs. Um, like a, like a, you're on an airplane, yes. like a crash position yes. on an airplane, yes. pretty much. Yeah. And then Andy from all the champagne pukes. Right well, there. as she gets it together, though, Meryl Streep is, like, a, doing this, like, big, like, we're going to get it together here, and right? She's starting to lay the smack down about, Laying like, down the you wall. need yep. to go here, and you need to go here, and this is all just, I'm over it. And then he pukes up champagne and, like, oh, my uh-huh. God, like, where are we going with this? <laughs> she's she's just, she's spinning. She's spinning. <laughs> but somehow she gets it together for a party. It's, it's The party is for her, right? Is it the yeah, book release yeah, party? It's I guess? Love in the Rinse Cycle. Even though it didn't do well, I think there's still promotional things going on. Although I didn't see the agent there. She must not have gotten the info. Yeah, she wouldn't support oh. it. She didn't support it. But now she's definitely a little more in control and together at first at this party. Like the for some reason the eleven year old daughter, I guess she's going through withdrawal from not being with Garcia. She's like sucking her thumb on the couch. Right? <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> yes, that makes perfect sense. And Mary, sense. like, Mary, like, looks at her and she's like, take that. Like, just gives her a signal, like, to take the thumb out of her mouth. <laughs> um, and then Bob makes a toast, a beautiful toast. He starts to make yes. a toast. And then the cops come. The cops break in. And he's under arrest for fraud and embezzlement. Right there at the party. Yeah, yeah and that guy who plays the yeah. cop is the worst, right? He's like, I'm uh, sorry to spoil your party. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. He was he was somebody, he was an extra they probably just pulled off the street. But yeah, then yeah, Mrs. Yeah. Fisher does her maniacal laugh and says, bye-bye, Bobby. <laughs> 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 She's a genius in that, But she yes. kind of supports him as he's in the cop car. She like is like, no, you know. Well, uh, she supports him, and then they go see their lawyer friend. Larry. Larry's like, a lawyer. Oh, we got this. <laughs> yeah, we got this judge. He's great on white-collar criminals and all that stuff. Yes. Yes. And this is when it is revealed that he's actually been stealing money from Mary, <laughs> which I think is great. Yes, and Mary's like on. She's like, wait, what? Wait, hold on. What? Right. He asks, how about Meryl Streep's outfit in this? Scene where she's got the like, oh. hat on. Yes. And the- it looks very <laughs> Lady in the Tramp. Yeah. Yeah, it's very like, I was going to say Jackie Onassis, kind of, but like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Very yeah. of mm-hmm. the moment. Dynasty, yes. late seasons yes. of Dynasty. Now that she's heard all of this, she's over it, right? They, She's yes. like, he thinks, okay, we got this lawyer, we're okay, and she now knows that he's been taking money from her, and she's like, you're, basically, she's like, you're a dick. If you think that I'm okay with all of this, you're, cr-. I love it. Uh-huh. Then they get in the elevator, and there's a Chinese food delivery man in there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and- <laughs> Up against the wall, they- yeah. Yes, they continue to fight with him standing there, right? Yep, yep. <laughs> I love that. But does, does she totally, is that when she just totally fires him and dumps him? Yeah, uh, yes. yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, with the revolving yeah. door. Oh, when his hand gets stuck in the revolving. <laughs> so yes. she's totally yeah. lets him go. Right she after. dumps him. She's done, and Roseanne gets wind of this judge and gets her Asian friend, Asian friend, to switch <laughs> judges. That's right. That's right. Which I think is wonderful, and I do think it's wonderful that the judge is a woman. Like every yeah, this movie kind of borders between like is it a revenge movie where women are getting revenge on Bob, but no, like he brought all this upon himself, but I still think it's really fun that it is a female judge that shows up and instantly everybody knows, Oh, this isn't going to work out the way that we thought. This is, this is not judge Phillips. This is, that's yeah. right. This and is and black it is, judge, it, it is, generic black judge. This is, this is <laughs> right, a black yes. judge who recently had a stroke of some kind. Yes. And, the stenographer is also a part of the employment agency. I wonder if the judge is part <laughs> also of the Vesta Rose employment agency. So they're all a Wait, part. hold on. <clears throat> you think you can go to Roseanne's employment agency and just become a judge? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's a good point. I love that idea, actually. Yeah. Well, maybe you know, she got switched because of a Vesta Rose person. So yeah, maybe. exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Right. So. Okay. It's yes. all part of the spring. But he is sent up the river for what eighteen, 18 months, months, right? And and a quarter of a million yes. dollars, right? Very good, yeah. Two hundred fifty thousand. Good remembering, yeah, Woo. yeah. So he's in prison. He's Man. kind of embracing prison. This life, is right? this is the part in my notes where I wrote, "When did Roseanne have her mole removed?" <laughs> like literally at the end of the movie, I was well, like, "Wait, she does. what happened?" She comes out looking pretty polished. So he's in jail, and he's. 
He's working the kitchen in jail, and yeah. I love it. He works with some pretty <laughs> nice jailmates. Let's be honest, like yeah. the big black he's guy he works lasagna. with in the kitchen. The black yeah. guy's he makes nice a, to him. He burns a lasagna, and the black guy's kind of like, "It's all right, you goofball, I'll cover for you." <laughs> While his lasagna is burning, his family is coming to visit. She brings mm-hmm. the kids, kids to see to him. Those yep. rotten kids are there to see him. She looks really good. She's very right? nice the to him, gone. considering. Oh, yeah. Oh, she's very nice because she's kind of healed. She's kind of over it. You could well, tell. That's what I'm it. saying. She crossed it's... everything off her list. So Right. right. Well, she's right. powerful. Yes. It's very empowering. <laughs> and uh, do you want to talk about our next scene, Pat? Or... Oh, yes. Do you mind? Yeah. Okay. No. no. Please so do. That's please. Mary Fisher doing a sit down with the one and only Sally Jesse Raphael. Yes. <laughs> so everybody i don't know if everybody knows but sally is my pally i love her i (laughs) i moved to new york to work with her and now i've been doing a lot of projects with her and she's amazing so this is a scene where and this is probably less than a minute of the movie right yeah oh yeah Yeah. um, mary fisher is serious now she's got the big Gloria steinem glasses and she (laughs) is promoting her new book which is like very serious it's like a docu-novel sally Mm -hmm. says and this yes. is back when, yes. I just want to remind everybody, this is when Sally, this is 1989, so Sally had just won her first Daytime Emmy. She won mm-hmm. two, but this is her this first is short one. hair Sally. Yes. And Sally was like the shit back then, because everybody went to her for an expose. I remember when, um, it, the irony is that Roseanne went on Sally's show for an really? exclusive when she was talking about her abuse and her past and, and her past marriage. Oh, okay. Same thing with LaToya that. Jackson went there when she exposed the abuse behind the Jackson family. Like, everybody went to okay. Sally for an exclusive. Yep. Like, they didn't run to Oprah or Barbara Walters even. It was Sally, you know? So, ah. so Sally is basically setting it up that Mary's novel, Love in the Rinse Cycle, was a flop. <laughs> So now she's got this new book that it's got this long title, but it's basically very serious. And she's got the glasses and she's, she's pushing them up. And she's like, yes, Sally, I, I, you know, she's very serious. Yes. Yes. So she said it was a flop. um, And she um, also told me, I said, what was it like with Meryl Streep? And she said that scene took all day to shoot. They took a full day. Really? And they must have shot, I mean, obviously they shot more stuff that was in the movie, but uh, that sure. wasn't in the movie. And and I said to her, I said, oh my God, but you got to talk to Meryl Streep for that long. And she goes, yeah, after all day, you even run out of things to talk about with Meryl Streep. Like it's, with Meryl Streep, yeah. Yeah, and I'm sure even Meryl's like, well, is that why? Because she does a cool, Meryl does like a, when she's talking all intellectually, yeah, she talks about the critics being serious. I'm doing it like everybody can see she it. she gives a middle she, finger. Yes, she pushes yep, her glasses yeah. up with her middle finger like, well, maybe it's, you know, a little more for my critics. So I wonder if uh, that came out of like, fuck y'all, I'm done doing this scene right now. Know, Sally's enjoyable and Maybe. lovable. No, I'm sure it was probably just part of. No, I loved seeing. I got giddy when I saw Sally. When you saw Sally, really? So much fun. Yeah, I did. Yeah. I, I will did. tell her that, Jamie. Yeah. 
Yes, please do. And use the word giddy. Not excited. I got giddy. Oh, that's yes. awesome. Well, it's nostalgic because <laughs> we grew up, you know, with all these people. Yeah, like Robin exactly. Robin Leach and oh, sure. Sally. And, exactly. Yeah, Deborah Rush, you know. <laughs> so <laughs> then what happens after that? Oh, yeah, Mary, it, it cuts to her book signing where she's signing and then Ruth comes up, right? Yes. Yes, and she's really not paying attention to who she's signing for. No, but she looks at Ruth, but doesn't even seem to recognize Mm -hmm. her, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, I don't even know. It's it's like you said, Pat, they weren't really on screen together, and I know that's not what we're going for here, but she probably doesn't remember that she stole this woman's husband or what this woman looked like, but she signs her book for her, and then... For no reason, Roseanne's eyes glow red, which is very upsetting. <laughs> I loved it. Yeah, there's no other part in the movie where we see. It's like, very yeah. weird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then, and the movie closes with Roseanne walking down New York City streets to an Elvis Presley song. Quick, but I'm all sorry. these women. Oh, yeah. go ahead. Oh, no, yes. please go ahead. The guy, after Ruth, this guy comes up and says, your grasp of the postmodern metaphor is amazing. (laughs) Which is full circle. You know, it's like, oh, now she knows what a metaphor is. Okay, anyway. (laughs) Then it's the Elvis Presley scene. That's a very fun scene at the end when she's like an angel. Yes. Yes. She walks oh, down the definitely. street and all these women start to gather that are all obviously part of Vesta Rose's employment agency, uh-huh. empowered by the Rose, and um, kind of taking over the streets of New York. So it's, I mean, it ends on a groovy sort of, you know, feminine vibe. It's oh, nice. It, it yeah. definitely yeah. does. Yeah, and it yeah. made you go see Batman that summer, didn't it? <laughs> it did. It did. That's yeah. cross promotion. I right. know. <laughs> all right, so... Every time we do this, at the end, we like to share our if final If I could thoughts. throw in a quick plug. Uh, Please. Should I do that, Paul? Uh, oh, oh, plug for you? Yeah, yes. go ahead. Of do course. It. Okay, well, the theme of this whole thing is a woman scorned. Mm-hmm. Well, I worked on a show called Scorned. Love Yes, I know. For ah. <laughs> and um, I worked on it over the summer, and it's premiering April 2nd, so... Saturday nights at 10. Keep a lookout. My episode's coming up. I'll put it on Facebook. Yay! <laughs> that, no, that's wonderful. Please do. Yes. And tag us. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, there's a lot of awesome. sex and crime and crazy stuff happening. I did three episodes. So. That's what people tune in. Are there any TV butlers? Watch. Are, there, are there a lot of butlers in there? No, there aren't butlers, but oh. there's a lot of crazy, like, office sex. See? Ooh. It's just like this movie. It is kind of, yeah. yes. Is there Xerox machines? <laughs> crazy Xerox machines. I love Jamie, it. what did you think of this movie? Having seen it a long time ago and now seen it again. I enjoyed it. I just, it was one of those movies that before I sat down to watch it, I was like, you know, oh, she devil and oh what are we gonna do with this but it was pleasantly surprised at at what i mean i remember liking it i don't remember the detail wasn't the big fan that pat was where i remember so many of the details but i remember enjoying it when i first saw it and liking it and when i saw it again i was like oh of course i liked it of course i did this is why because roseanne bar is just fun and she's got a guest star as a mole and meryl streep is brilliant and the storyline is just fun i mean i don't know why it was bombed so bad when it came out other than um Doug, why don't you tell us what you thought? No, of I, it? I, I really enjoyed this so much. I, yeah, you did. I, I oh, loved God. it. God. I, awesome. I was, 
I understand why it bombed because it's so weird. I mean, it's so weird. Yeah. So I could totally understand that. Like, what I really liked about this, and I loved how it ended. Like, it ended on such a bizarrely positive note. Like, there weren't any yeah. bad guys at the end of this. Yeah. Like, nobody really was destroyed and broken. Like, Ed Bagley Jr.'s character yes. could have been such a villain and absolutely broken mm-hmm. down at the end. But no, like it ended on such a weirdly positive note. And I did. Yeah. I, I liked right. it throughout. Like it, it was a lot of fun. I would certainly recommend this movie. Yeah. That's Excellent. great. Well, so what are your recommendations? I mean, mine was, we talked about, I mean, uh, Death Becomes Her is my one of my all-time it's favorite so great. movies. It's a 90s movie, so it doesn't make our cup I know. For, for this review. It's but amazing. But Meryl Streep is, uh, I mean, I feel like this was like the right. stepping stone to her death, become, like you said, yes. to her to that performance. And she's with Bruce Willis and Goldie Hawn. That, I love that movie. So, And it's the same, similar sort of cheeky, mm-hmm. campy and... Tone. It, yeah. Yes. Yeah, so that that was my recommendation. I don't know what did what did you all recommend? I would say Polyester mm-hmm. by John Waters mm-hmm. ah, because yeah, it is an homage to the Harried Housewife who gets cheated on and comes back in a big way. And that one ends a little differently, and the kids are a little bit more fucked up in it. But <laughs> I, it's my favorite John Waters movie, and I recommend that. And I think that their homes are both. Very similar in that campy fashion. Uh, Even though that okay. film was from 1980, this one is from 89. 89, yeah. But still, uh, okay. I say Polyester by John Waters, if you love She-Devil. Nice. Definitely see that Very movie. nice. Uh, mine, mine would be another movie about a man who has his life destroyed, basically he did it to himself, but there's a woman involved. Is election from 1999? I I would oh, I would yeah. recommend that. Like Good it's, one, but Reese Yeah, it's it's so such great. a great movie. Yeah. Matthew Broderick. I almost called him Matthew McConaughey. That would have been a much different movie then. But yeah, yeah. so I would recommend that. Like, election hey. ten and Chris Klein. Yeah, in Chris that. Klein. Yep. I think I haven't seen it in a while, but I assume it still holds up and is a pretty good film. So yeah. So, Jamie, in two weeks, we're going to get mm-hmm. back to, because, again, anytime we've gone an episode or two without singing and or dancing, I feel like we have to revisit it this year. We have to regroup. Does. Yeah, we got to regroup. Totally. So, 31 yeah. years ago, in two weeks, oh a movie God, was released 31? where girls oh. danced, I guess, I've never seen it, with... Because they, they just, just want to have, have fun. fun. You guys are not doing that movie. Yeah. I love that movie. I am going to listen to this I, one. I yeah, love Yeah, so that we got, movie. what do we have? Sarica, Jessica, yes. And Helen Hunt. Oh, yes. and Shannon, Shannon Doherty. Doherty as a child. And, and very young Shannon Doherty. And Jonathan Silverman. Yes. Tune oh, my God. Tokyo. I cannot wait for this one. I'm going to promo that one to death. So, oh my god, I can't wait for that one. <laughs> I'm so I'm psyched. So that psyched was one of my you're movies. So <laughs> to be honest, wow. yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Well, thank you again, guys. No, this was awesome. Thank you for coming. That's oh, thank great. you, yes. thank really you. You're always it. a pleasure to have, and you always bring just infinite fun and and 
and great just movie knowledge. So Infinite I, gay geekdom. <laughs> yes, I love it. I love Certainly. it. Thank you. You are welcome anytime. Well, Thank you. Well, everybody, we will see you again in two weeks. Good night. Buenas noches. me of when I was in middle school and I went to our local mall to see Richard Simmons because he was making yeah, an you appearance. Did. Yeah, you did. And it was just amazing. He was right there at Jack Diamond <laughs> Shoes. <laughs> in Pottstown. Yeah. It was. It was. But uh, anyway. That's a nice aside. We should have a whole Richard Simmons co- uh, conversation later, but go ahead. Oh, yeah. I worked at the children's hospital, and he came. Like, we would have, like, random, like, you know, we're at the children's hospital. These poor kids, they have cancer and terrible diseases. So these, like, baseball, you know, players and different, you know, celebrities would come visit them. And Richard Simmons came to visit these poor children. And let me tell you, none of them really, none of them knew who they were because they were all under the age of 12. So none of them even knew. Well, if you don't know who he is, he's very scary. Yes, and he just shouted at these children like, "What's your name? What's your name?" <laughs> like over and over again. Oh my god! When you li- when you worked in L.A. Yes. Yeah. Oh my god! He is. A, you know, we could do a whole show on him. I'm sure. That's because what the I'm whole saying. Thing with him being held hostage recently. Yes. Yes. He is definitely crazy. I got a picture with him. I'll totally text. Him. Oh, you should. Oh my god, that yeah, would be. So- you're you should love put it, it on the Facebook page for Good Times I Great should. Movies. <laughs> You should. I mean, I don't. I've met him because he was on Sally a bunch of times, and he was very yes. nice. But I don't. So energetic. So energetic. Oh my god! I have to see this photo now. <laughs> <laughs> now the audience will get to see it, Jamie. This is great. Fair enough. All right. Sorry. Side note about. Sorry, that was a P.S. We're over it. Okay, okay. we're back on track. Okay. Here we go. Okay. So. <laughs>